cool thing about blind knowledge is we are in multiple countries. We are worldwide all across the globe. We are in the US, we are in the UK, we are in Canada, Germany, India, Japan. We're in Australia, y'all. Blindknowledge.com. Now back to the feature presentation. powerful podcast about everything on earth that is effing weird the name that is effing weird oh my goodness such power for they shall cover everything from cryptids to outer space nothing shall be off limits to this podcast when and where is this beast of a podcast they shall put on their knowledge onto the airwaves of their favorite podcast sites and release a new podcast every sunday by midnight I'm going to bring these dudes on. They're from New York, but I respect them. They are the host and host of Billy and the Crab podcast, bringing the fantasy football, bringing the insight. Yo, say hello to Will and Crab. What's up, dudes? How's it going, Joey? Glad to be here. Right off the bat, who in their right mind would want to see this? That, that You're literally setting yourself up for failure. Like, I can't hide this. We work together well because he's got that. I have all of this. And uh, we complement each other very well. You guys do. You guys do. In perspiration, natural looks, and also on your podcast. Legit. Eric, you, you definitely have that strong personality, keeping the train going. Will, with the insight. You're basically like a play-by-play in a color man is what i think of it as well we, we've done, you we've done that before we that's one of our previous things we've done together we've called games swapped uh both those roles but we've done soccer games together hockey games together and uh we learned to play off each other yeah live oh um, shit where we're at uh we used to work um, for the long island rough riders and uh nice that, that's a soccer team we've actually had some people who we've called for make it to the mls Playing for the NYCFC, uh, which is real goddamn cool. Damn, yeah. Will, that's cool. Will was watching the game, and he's like, he texted me, he's like, "We called this kid's game, right?" And I and I turned on the game, like, "Shut that's the cool. fuck up." We saw Fun this moment. kid when he was picking dandelions on the field, and now, <laughs> now he's on ESPN News because they don't air soccer on ESPN or ESPN Two. They have. They don't air anything. No, they, they don't do anything sites. important. Mina, but, Mina Kimes, yeah. basically. It's just Mina Kimes. And, and, then, and then we did hockey for an affiliate of the Islanders, and they still owe us $1,000. So, PAL, if you're listening, pay us our goddamn money. You guys do any football? Uh, American football? Uh, unfortunately, no. We would have loved to, but football is probably, like, the hardest one to get into. You got a lot of people, obviously, clamoring for those kind of jobs, whether it's, you know, local high schools or um, colleges, stuff like that. There's not obviously yeah. too much like freelance work as far as football is concerned. Um, so yeah, harder to get into, but we've done, you know, the Rough Riders, as you said, the Islanders, we did some FA Euro for uh, soccer as well. And, you know, we just had a lot of fun doing it together. Um, Krav and I have been friends for about 14 years now. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, a lot of sporting uh, history between the, us. Yes, a lot. Um I forgot about FA era. That's that's a my bad. I did uh, high school football when I was in high school. Hold on, hold on. We gotta know. We gotta know what position did you play in high school football? Um, play by play. 
You asked us if we did play by play for American football. Oh, that's oh, what I did. Yeah, no, for American football. Sorry, I got. No, it's all good. Things that's happen. cool, though. So you did play by play in yeah in when, high when school. I was that's when I was in high school. Yeah, well, we had a radio station, and Long Island schools are just as preppy as you you know hear about them. So <laughs> a lot of them, you know, have radio stations yeah. and TV and a lot of things that we take for granted, especially when you're a dumbass in high school and you know you grow up in your bubble, right? So I did all that stuff. I called basketball. I called baseball. I called football all for the local, by local mean high school radio station, WKWZ 88.5 Syosset. Shout out to you. So thank you for setting me up to be a big star here on the Blind Knowledge Network. Super appreciate you were going to say setting me up for failure. Super. No, <laughs> no. I wouldn't admit that on your show. I, I would admit that on mine. Um, yeah, that's cool. Did you go to a Catholic school, like a private nope. school? Nope. I'm a public school boy, born and raised. And they had a, they had a radio station. Yes, there. sir. Oh, that's cool. Wow. I did the exact opposite. I went to Jew school. Jew school. Jew school. Jew school. Ah, muzzle Muzzle So yeah. close. There you go. Much better. <laughs> Where's the challah? Nah. It's, prob- I love it's probably almost counter somewhere. But you had to read left to right and right to yeah. left. Yeah. Both, yeah, both reading, both directions, writing, both directions, all the fun in the world. Oh, yeah. Wow. Sounds so, so fun. I went to Catholic school, Catholic prep school. And, I'm sorry um, to hear that. We had like, oh, God. Yeah, well, the work ethic was worth it for sure. But like, did, did you boys, guys have a, a uniform policy? Dress code, all boys, D1. We were D1. We were no jokes. So there is one a couple of years ago. See, that's the unfortunate part. You said all boys. That is, I'm so sorry. Yeah, but you know, People say that all the time, but the, we had sister schools. Mm. So we had Catholic schoolgirls. I I fulfilled that prophecy, man, when so, I was seventeen. So you're, I, I was, which is weird to say. They're, they're they're like Jewish youth groups, which is like the equivalent of like Catholic high school, right? And a lot of them separate the boys and the girls for that very purpose. The older I get, the more I feel like these two things are separated, so the Jewish population can live on. Right. If you separate all the Jewish boys and all the Jewish girls throughout high school, you meet up maybe like once or twice, like every few months with these girls and boys. Jews are eventually going to take over the earth. Uh, that 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 Jew laser up in the sky, that Marjorie uh, Green Taylor, Marjorie Taylor, whatever, whatever the whatever the dumbass. They if the powers that be in the Jewish youth group world had their way, we'd only be 50 years off from that Jew laser because Jews would stack on top of each other all the way up to the goddamn atmosphere and build that laser. And then all all this, of course, uh, disclaimer is not true. (laughs) With the Jew laser shit. I don't need anybody coming at me. He said they have a laser. Look at him. He looks like a Nazi propaganda poster for a Jewish guy. He knows. I I don't know. Jack. Yeah, we'll take that out of context. I don't know. know Jack. Put it on TikTok. No, I, I appreciate the crav rants. They're very good publicity. But sometimes they, they make you roll your eyes, I gotta admit. <laughs> well, at least it gave you a feeling. Yeah. That's that's the definition of art is oh, something no. what you feel. Crav absolutely is the king of getting reactions. It's true. People. The first time the we man met knows how to talk. The first time we met, um uh, I got a reaction out of you because I didn't actually remember who you were. This is true. This is one of my <laughs> this this dude is literally my best friend in the entire world. <laughs> and we and uh and, yeah, go 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 
the first time Crab remembers we met, it was actually the University of Albany. It was like the first weekend, and we went to an event. And he comes over to the table to talk to a girl that I'm sitting at the table with. I'm talking to her. And I say, hey, Crab, what's up? And he's just like staring at me. And I'm like, we met over the summer through our other best friend, who's um, I've been best friends with him for like 20 plus years, Crab. I don't know exactly how long, but so through this third friend and Crab just stares at me like blankly. And I'm like, I know, I think you look slightly familiar. No idea who you are. Yeah, were. it was, it was. A, so that was the first time. Very memorable. Literally. That's not insulting. No, not at all. <laughs> I didn't think so either because from there, it was a good building block to get where we are now. Everything happens for a reason. <laughs> and me forgetting yeah, Will to talk to the hot chick at the table is just a part of our story. <laughs> I like it. It's very true. I like it. So you guys, I apologize for nothing. Well, thank God, Crab. If you started apologizing, then you'd lose your essence and your aura. Thanks, bud. Super appreciate. Yeah, Yeah, let's let's break it down real quick. Well, so you have a lot of experience. You went to Connecticut School Broadcasting. Is that correct? Yeah, I did. Um, I have a couple different degrees in various things. Um, Unfortunately, some injuries. Like, like Uh, I have a. I have a degree in psychology. I have a degree in occupational therapy for massage therapy. Um, But unfortunately, and that's one thing I was doing for a long time, but a few back injuries slowed that down. And so during that time, I also went to Connecticut School of Broadcasting because I've always been interested in that stuff. And worked for a few radio stations on the side, did the play-by-play calling on the side, uh, did a few commercial reads, stuff like that. Um, They teach you all different aspects. And... Then right around that time, Krev and I, you know, got together. We both were big into fantasy sports uh, for a few years, and we just decided to start doing a podcast together. And unlike most like other podcasts that are starting up, it became a huge thing over the last, you know, 10 years, obviously. And Krev and I just wanted to, you know, not follow any specific format. We both have a general level of knowledge where you don't claim that we're the smartest people in the world. Ultimately, we're just two guys shooting the shit over, you know, fantasy sports. And it's just two guys ragging on each other, talking to each other, kind of trying to give people information that we think is relevant. And, you know, sometimes we're right. Sometimes we're not. And by God, we are wrong a lot of times. But we are right a fairly decent amount. And, you know, we take pride in that. And overall, I think our in general success as far as fantasy sports, you know, comes through. So it's been a good journey. I can't believe it's actually been as long as we've done it. Yeah. When did you guys start? Uh, How long has it been going on? Well, backtrack a little bit. I was doing another show for another network about professional wrestling with a friend of ours. And uh, that network had no fantasy sports presence. And this was as it was building up. So I went to the owner of that. I said, me and my friend, Will, we want to do this podcast. You already know I'm good. Will is very good. He, there are very few people in this world who I think know more about football and specifically fantasy football than I do because knowing the NFL and knowing fantasy football are two different things. And Will is one of those people. And I figured, listen, I, I, I could talk. I can, you know, bullshit my way through just about anything. And if I have somebody that I can bounce off of and he can bounce off of me, it could be good. So we got the green light, I think, back in like 2016 or something. And stuff like that. Yeah, it's a good six, yeah. seven years, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, and then from there we and then from there we started calling the soccer and we started calling the hockey. And then from there we broke off, started doing our own thing, became a little bit, you know, uh like we're far from relevant, but we're more relevant now than we were back then. 
And uh, no, we've just been fortunate enough to uh, continue to talk fantasy football. And we've been saying it like this from the beginning. We'll sort of touched on it. We're just two guys who love to talk shit about each other, who love to talk shit to each other. And more, more importantly than that, we like to talk about fantasy football. And we just happened to record it and put it out in a podcast. And if people want to listen, that's great. Worst comes to worst. We, we get to spend an hour or so every week talking to each other about fantasy sports and what goes on in, in the day-to-day. And there are much worse ways to spend an hour of anybody's time. Yeah. Plumbing. I wouldn't want to plumb. You, would, you wouldn't? So you That's would. just me. <laughs> No, no, I have no I mean, aspects. L- listen, or, or, you can make mad money plumbing. No. Plumbers can make two hundred bucks an hour. In that hour, you can either listen to us yeah. talk or make two hundred bucks. You're you're gonna work for work for that kind of money. It's like it's like six years for an apprenticeship. Oh, that's too much time. Like that. And then much time. and then you're making bank. I thought about being an electrician. Those dudes make bank and ladies. Oh god, they make bank. I have a. My wife and I just bought a house, and the electricians blew out the lights in our house. Oh. oh yeah listen <laughs> electricians are like, a sore subject in the craft household <laughs> we, we, moving yes, on yes please and thank you <laughs> so crab all right so you didn't go to like connecticut school broadcasting no. but you just have like a passion for it. you got a lot well, of practice yeah. you're actually an accountant you're damn right so, which is like, this is we are smack opposite. dab in the middle of tax season right now i am balls <sighs> deep in tax returns and bookkeeping mm. and sales tax mm. and this and that and but like it, it there are so many things happening right now this is like yeah. I, i've been saying it for years tis the season to cry into pillows i've been saying it that way for quite for quite some time cry or scream um column a column b depends on you know the day what kind of people you deal with and all that garbage oh, and bad. bullshit but i've been doing i've been doing radio since uh 2004 like i said in my high school that's when i was a freshman in that's high school key word that's the key word radio oh, yeah. it's different podcasting is different i think podcasting honestly i don't want to sound like a schmuck but it's it's easier it's so much easier than radio well, if you can do radio you're you're grooving yeah for i mean sure. well it depends how you treat it right because you could treat a podcast like it's a radio broadcast you could treat it like it's live you could treat it like everything you could treat it like it's a living breathing thing you could do that with a podcast and you have to do it with radio of course but if but will and i we we treat our shit like a podcast like i'm lazy as fuck i'm not trying to edit every little thing out i want my shit to be as you know pristine as possible and you get that by treating it like it's a live radio broadcast. And sometimes we do a little bit of editing here. We'll do a little bit of editing there. One time I fucked up where the Vikings play. That's still a meme in, in, in one of our leagues. Like, we, we make mistakes, but, like, I'm not sitting here trying to hide from them. Like, you, you treat it like it's like, a living, breathing thing. And you get that. Yeah, yes, Will. Yes, bud. Sometimes you're bad at English which we joke about on the podcast and we leave it in generally for our viewers, except the really well, bad ones that just come out as gibberish. You never hear yeah, about those. Things. We don't have viewers. Cause again, voices for, for radio faces for nothing. <laughs> so we leave those. In. That's the, that's the self-deprecating humor you get. Yeah. So self-deprecating. Listen, I, I say it all the time. There is nobody on this earth. And there are people who try who, who, who degrade me more than me. I'm going to get that on a t-shirt. I'm going to put it on a motivational poster like it's how I met your mother. 
And like in Barney Stinson's <laughs> office, you have those like bullshit, like, like aviation posters, like fuck crap on a t-shirt. It's going somewhere. <laughs> it's just, like a, just, just for reference. Paper. So you understand, um, especially one of our fantasy football leagues that we both are in that we care about a lot. That league literally mostly at this point in time exists to rag on Krav and all of our team names in that league are all Krav related teams. But it's the best thing ever. And I honestly wouldn't have it any (laughs) other way. If I didn't give it out to people, if I didn't get the respect from these people as much as they, they get mine in the back and forth, it would, it would be a miserable existence. And sometimes it is. But at the end of well, Krav, you're the best damn fantasy football guy ever, ever, ever. So they need to know. Well, they need to know. Hey, appreciate you. But being, you got, I got you. Um, we we've had getting the, the names are probably the best part of this shit. We've had Cravishing Rick Rude. <laughs> I like that. We've had the uh, oh, that's we've awesome. had the Cradical Left Movement. <laughs> we've had Jesus Christ. Well, you, you got to fill in some of these blanks because I'm blanking. Um, oh, well, my personal favorite is Don Cravleone. Don Cravleone. <laughs> We've had Cravum by the Pussy. We've had them all. I think my name is like Universal. As long as you put a KR on something, you can do whatever the fuck you want with it. So it's easy. If, it's easy. If you're you listening, know? if you're watching this and if you're listening to this, I challenge you if you play fantasy football, make me a Crav name and tweet it at me at BNK Radio. You can get it at me on facebook.com backslash BNK Radio or get us at the Blind Knowledge Network. If I can't find a way to cheap plug my own social media, I don't belong in this game. No, that's what you have to do in this can't game for it. sure. And it's it's real. It's it's the way to go. And there's a certain format, a certain vibe, a certain buzz. I I I totally actually I see I see myself in you sometimes, Crab, because I'm sorry. It's funny, you're an accountant. You're also do the creative stuff, and I'm the same way. I'm I'm an analyst, uh, formerly an analyst, but I do these jobs in business, you know. Um, but I also am a, I do this stuff, creative creativity, guitar, you know. So it's like I see the balance in you too. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> imagine do you, do you imagine somebody too, saying I have balance. That's new. That's exciting and it's well, fresh. Before your before before tax season takes you out. Oh man. yeah, that's fair. I mean, do you do you think? But seriously, like, do you think that's um that's something you you crave basically in your life is to have that balance, or is it just it just worked out that way? Um, if I could do this full time, I would in a heartbeat. Of course. Um, but soon, what? Eventually, maybe, possibly, but be possible, like. like I mean, there there would be some there would be some balance to go along with that, but being an accountant or you know whatever, like sometimes it's a way to just pay your bills, and what whatever whatever it is you do in life, you always need to find something that you're passionate about anyway, and if it helps you pay your bills, really that that's amazing. But as long as you have something, you, you need to have column A and you need to have column B. You need to make your living, money. and you need to have, a, and you need to have a passion. If they overlap, and hopefully, you're, you're, if they overlap, you're one of the few lucky people on this planet who get to do what you love for a living. And I sure. commend you. And I'm not going to lie; I'm a little bit jealous. But to me, there, there's a way to, to that that balances itself out, right? When you do the same shit you love, like when it comes to what we do, you have one hand you got to make your money, and B, you love doing this. There's there's sacrifices that come with that. Some good commentary. Will, do you feel the same way kind of thing? Like It's just something I love to do. Um, I look forward to 
doing our podcast. Look forward to kind of taking in what happens every week and then having an outlet to kind of go through everything. You know, in football season, it's typically a little bit different. It takes up almost all of our time. Whereas the rest of the year, we do talk about the other sports, mostly baseball as far as fantasy. Oh, um, we are going to get to that, dude. Listen, we're going to get to at that. At 1245 sure. in the morning, as as Joey and I <laughs> are, are going over this, like, like it, it's late. It's tax season for me. Like, we're finalizing what's going to happen. This is the time we're going to come on. My ass wakes up to a goddamn <laughs> soliloquy sitting in my Discord DMs. Of, like, seriously, this man wrote a fucking sonnet about what baseball needs to do and what's wrong and what's this and what's that. And I feel like I'm watching Shakespeare talking to myself, off to a skull just about goddamn baseball. I mean, like, this is a fucking will take. This is something mm, that I'll be able to sit like back it. and watch the both of you. Okay. Listen, it's pretty freaking. Well. That that's what I had the pleasure of that. waking up to today, and I was like, "Listen, I, I gotta get, I gotta get my ass to the office and save a bunch of people a, a lot of money. I don't have <laughs> the time away. to talk about this right now, but I, I got shit to do, Joey. I, I, I woke <laughs> up to the baseball soliloquy today, so thank you for that, Joey. Let me ask you guys something, Barry Bonds. Should he be in the hall? I'm so happy you brought this up because it's been something that we have been passionate about for quite some time. We've had literally the same stance the moment he got on the ballot to this past to this past um, Hall of Fame vote. Of course, he should be in the Hall of Fame. Of course, Roger Clemens should be in the Hall of Fame. But but with an asterisk saying, listen, these guys, they were accused of doing this. They didn't have a positive test, but their contributions to baseball, and that's what the Hall of Fame is, basically your contribution to baseball, and we saw that proven with David Ortiz getting voted in while Bonds and Clemens, I'm excited to ask you about how you feel about David Ortiz a little bit later on. Um, While they're on the outside looking in and we're looking at David Ortiz being celebrated because he said Boston's our fucking city. And he got along with the baseball writers. It's a slap in the face to Cooperstown, really. And I'm not taking anything away from David Ortiz. He should be in the Hall of Fame. He's had a magnificent career. But the fact that he did test positive and he admitted it and he's in the Hall of Fame. And if you look at guys like Barry Bonds, you look at guys like Roger Clemens, you look at a bunch of different people who have not tested positive. A-Rod is going to pop up on a ballot in a couple of years. He, he, We don't know what the deal is going to be with him. He's going to get in. But the fact that... He's going to get in. The well, fact that those guys... So but the fact that those guys won't get in, and Ortiz did get in... On the first ballot. Yeah, on the first ballot, just a slap in the face. A slap in the face to the fans. A slap in the face to the sport. Any Hall of Fame vote moving forward will carry the same gravitas. Because you 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 intentionally kept people out, and did they do it? Probably, but you're you're keeping people out of the Hall of Fame based on allegations, and you're letting people into the Hall of Fame based on a fact. Yeah. It, it just does not make sense to me. Uh, pretty much the same thing. I think they should all be allowed in, especially as the years go on. You find out more and more people whether you know they tested positive or not. You hear stories: this person, that person. It really seems like it was much more common during this era than we're ever going to know. You obviously have players that have adamantly denied they ever have 
done it, but they all saw it was happening, and no one did anything about it. Why? Because after 94, baseball needed a resurgence. Everybody knows that. And the quote always was during those, you know, home run races in the late 90s, chicks dig the long ball. They loved it. It brought people oh, back. Yeah. And it was unofficially endorsed by MLB. And if Bud Selig, who was commissioner during the steroid era, is allowed into the Hall of Fame and it was mass, you know, use, probably, you know, I'm throwing random numbers, it's probably 60, 70 percent. Almost like when you hear the names that get thrown out, when you look at all the players. He must have known. Exactly. No, they, they definitely knew and they ignored it because it was good for business. And then as soon as right. it comes out into the public, now we don't need them anymore. So we're going to throw them under the bus. But we allowed it to happen. We knew we just kind of looked the other way. But if Bud Selig and MLB knew, and Bud Selig has been allowed into the Hall of Fame, supervising the rampant use of steroids and looked the other way, you no longer have any justification for not letting any player who put up the necessary stats and accolades into the Hall of Fame. You, they have lost that right. And the fact that they, those two, especially Clemens and Bonds, are not in, it's a travesty, and the Hall of Fame voting has lost all credibility, in my opinion. What about the writers? What's up with the writers still? This is like 1930s stuff and 40s. Like the writers it's, choose Dan Shaughnessy up in, in Boston. Dan Shaughnessy doesn't even vote. The guy has the ability to vote, and he doesn't vote. What the hell? Why are, why are they doing it? There's, there's got to be a better way. What do you guys think? No idea. Uh, it's one phrase. It's okay, boomer. <laughs> no. that, that's it. It's okay, boomer. Because that's who a lot of the writers are. And they've tried to clean out a lot of these old writers that have not been a part of the game. But the mentality is always these are guys mostly that grew up watching baseball in the you know late 50s, the 60s, the 70s. With newspapers, and- actual newspapers that people opened. You know, like who gets a friggin' newspaper? I'll love to yell who get newspapers, by the way. I'm all for it, but I haven't had a newspaper in my hands in like five years. You guys ever find yourselves just uh, at a stalemate where it's just like you're not going to agree? Or do you guys find yourself kind of agreeing more? Or I mean, how's that we're lucky we've been doing this for a while. Because uh, the amount of times we agree far outnumbers the amount of times we disagree. And when you when you just agree on the same shit, normally it makes for a bad podcast. It'll make for a bad radio show. It'll make for a bad whatever most of the time. Um, and sometimes we, we just agree on something and we'll move on. Sometimes I'll take the opposite stance for shits and giggles because I want to. And I could find a way to sort of weasel it in there. We've only disagreed on a few things, one of which um, cost me a season. The Super Bowl halftime show. This past yeah, time. the Super Bowl halftime show. Will was not a, a huge like fan it. of it. I'm not a huge fan of it. Uh, I'm going to go. Ahead. Well, not that it was anything bad, but everyone hyping it to be like, oh, my God, this legendary halftime show. And yeah. I was just like, it was good. It wasn't anything overly special. This to me. is what I'm and dealing I with. My entire age group, Old man yells at cloud. <laughs> That 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 is what I'm dealing with <laughs> yeah. in this Average particular I'm situation. I'm expressing an opinion, and you're allowed to. You're absolutely allowed to. When it comes to the opinions uh, that matter for our show's content, for the sports, like we'll we'll disagree on player profiles. Um, uh, we disagree on Raheem Mostert. One of us was right. One of us was wrong. We'll let you go back on Spotify and figure out which one of us was right. Um, you can't predict injuries. You can't predict injuries unless they happen every single year. But we'll move on from that. We've already discussed that, and you can listen to one of those uh, arguments in a 
prior episode. But for the most part, um, we we disagree on things that are not necessarily important to the cause of the show. Um, I, I would say I'd say we agree on a lot of the same shit. We we do. Um, we do disagree on some things as far as when we get into like player profiles and who we like, who we don't, we definitely do not have the same pool of players that we both. I just said we agree on. Okay. So apparently we don't agree on the things that I said we agree on. So don't listen to anything I I just said. You don't even agree about the things you agree and disagree. Apparently not. Cause I said we agree on most player profiles. Cause we'll aren't like top 50, like we'll do a top 25 ranking for each position. And most of our top 10, top 15, They'll most of the time they'll have the same pieces in there, but I'll have somebody ranked at two. He'll have them at four. To me, that's not a big disagreement. If I have somebody ranked at two, he's got them ranked at 10. That to me is a disagreement big enough to, you know, talk about, but I'm not going to sit here and like, like school children about, you know, you have this guy rated lower than I do. You're not my best friend anymore. That's stupid to me. Didn't we do that last year? I don't know. Anyway, the but most of the time, <laughs> most of the time, we do tend to agree on things. Or if we don't, then eventually I'll just keep using logic on Kravit and I'll switch his opinion. At some point. Well, logic, logic is always good against the crab. It sounds it's like, like I, I listen a lot. Will is so 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 good at Mr. Semifinals at, right here. Yes, you know how Shawn Michaels is Mr. WrestleMania. Rob Van Dam is oh, yeah. Mr. Monday Night. Bill Nye, the fantasy guy, is Mr. Semi-Final. <laughs> he is there every single year. He is Mr. Consistency about not being able to take the step into the finals if, unless, of course, we co-manage a team and then we make the finals and win. But we're not going to talk about that. That happened a little while ago. But Will and making the semifinals is as consistent as it can possibly be. Whereas, why? Why does he only make it to the semis, crap? Well, uh, to be why? fair, for context, I've also won three titles in the last three years. Kaboom. Or two, in the last two years. Kaboom. So, no, no, in the league that we. Multiple leagues, right? We, Multiple leagues, we, we, that league is special. Yeah, I was going to say, we. For my semifinals. We always refer to this league as the league that matters most. It's a league that I have been to the finals twice. It is a league that I've won once. I've made the playoffs every year except for one. And I came into this league late. Will And in this league, I've been in it for seven years. I have finished fourth or third and gotten out of the semifinals four or five out of those seven years. How much is it? 150 ahead to get into this league. So it's not cheap, but it's not insanely expensive. But this is the one league that I feel like I would play for free every single year. Because the competition is the money is secondary, but more recently, um, we've been fairly successful in terms of getting to the playoffs and winning consistently. We're in a Twitter league with 31 other fantasy, you know, football quote unquote experts. Yeah, and and I did say 30, it's a 32 team league. It is very intense. Oh, yeah, of course. Wow. What league? League? Yep. Wow. It's a very, very, very intense league. We were in a, a lot of shit talking going on, shit talking, a lot of shady deals kind of thing. A, a lot of there trades. are people rostered on teams in this league that the only person who should know they exist are probably Mel Kuyper Jr. 
and Todd McShay because no one else has ever heard of half of these people. Yep. Wow. It, it is incredible the type of fantasy minds that we get to um, engage with on a daily basis. And that's part of why we're doing this. So we, we, we cross promote. We were on a couple of podcasts last season going in. Yeah. So there's a good there's a lot of good cross promotion going on. It's like a community. Oh, yeah, a absolutely. Podcast community. There's actually a lot of love. fantasy football expos that happen now is something mm-hmm. that I would like to do at one point. Make it a uh, make it a fun fun travel. I'd be very down. Be but, fun. Uh, yeah, no. But in general, you know, Krav and I, uh, we've each won at least one league every year for the last like five, excluding this year. And this year, unfortunately, no championships for either one. How, how many finals time, did like, you make it to? This? How many final games did you make it to this year, Will? This year, no. how many finals did I make um, it to this year? One, two. Two, how dare you disrespect okay. me? Do you guys do NHL, NBA? You said baseball, but like what else? Bowling, curling? Hey, how, I'm a big l- curling there's guy. a curling. Oh, we love curling. We, we are both curling aficionados. There's a place not 10 minutes away nice. from my house that has a curling rink. I have a bocce ball yeah, court in my yeah. backyard that next winter we are going to freeze over and make a curling court. <laughs> We're going to we Don't joke about Yo, curling. I'm coming sir. to visit. I got to come visit. I got a spare room. I'm going to go to New York. You can have it. Yes, it'll match my lanyard. Sweet. That'll be perfect. <laughs> That'll be perfect. I'll go chill with Crab and uh, and Billy, and you guys should too. Billy and the Crab—that's the podcast. They're uh, they're everywhere. They're on Spotify, Apple, Spreaker, and they're on BlindKnowledge.com. And guys, tell the people something they don't know about you. What's some random fact? It doesn't have to be podcast or football related, but you know what's something that people don't know about you, but you're really proud of something. Something you really you know you love about yourself, I guess, or try to. Crap. Um, like what's an accomplishment? I guess is a better way to say it. I mean, for uh, so I mentioned um, I had a few different degrees, and uh, the psychology yes. degree I did do some work in that field, and I worked with uh, kids with uh, mental disabilities. You know, spent a lot of time with a you know group starting a group of kids uh, year in year out for a few years, and you know, was, you know, happy and it was very, very exhausting, but very rewarding to work with them and help them out for a few years. So that's something that I did um, in my early 20s that, you know, you know, helped me and glad I was able to help uh, some of them out too. That's amazing. That's, that's awesome, man. Crav, what do you not hate about yourself? Oh man. Um, I, I too have a lot of experience volunteering with uh, kids with special needs at the school, at the variety school in Syosset. I had done that for a very, very long time, but I was going to do a complete 180 from what Will did. Like he's hyping himself up. Like he was worked with kids. He's done all these amazing things. And one thing about me that people don't really know is my ass almost got arrested at an airport in Israel. So like yes! I was going to go into this. in a completely different direction than Will. And I'm glad that yeah. he got No, no, no. We need that. We've gone over this. I know what to say and when to say it. Of course. Of course I'm going to give you some It doesn't juice. sound like always. I'm going to give you it some It doesn't juice. sound like it's always, Listen, Eric. I don't know, dude. Listen, what? when it comes what to the, the con- when it comes to the continental you, United say, States dude? of America, I know what to say and where to say it. However, let's backtrack a little bit. The year was 2009. Jews have a thing called birthright. Once you turn 18, if you're Jewish, it's your quote unquote birthright to go to Israel and, you know, experience the culture, the food, the this, that, the whole thing. 
And uh, so you have to apply to the trip. You go through an interview. And they'll fly you out. Yeah, they fly you out for you know, free. They, they they get you a bunch of meals. They give you, you know, X amount yeah. of money to go, you know, crazy with. All that, all that awesome shit. And it's a really cool experience if you, like, even if you're a quarter Jewish, you'd be like, are you Jewish? You're like, yeah. I'm like, how are you Jewish? My grandfather's Jewish. Oh, shit. Okay, cool. You could apply. So I apply to this trip. I go. Um, have an incredible time. My roommate said that he found a chick in my bed one night. There was no chick in my bed that night. Our door was locked. I woke up wearing clothes. The whole thing. We got caught playing beer pong in a sanctuary, apparently. Like, it was it was a fun trip. College kids doing college kid things. We've all been there, right? It's just, it's just part of growing up. But... Oh hell yeah! But towards the hell end, yeah. towards I love some beer pong, man. Oh so, man. Okay, so I'll tell that story first because that's actually really a fun one. Um, we were we were shopping for things and we were like, we want to play beer pong because we're because you know 19, 20, 21 year old kids and I still play it now, but like it's like a rite of passage type of shit. So we're going shopping. We can't find ping pong balls, but we find like cat toys. So we pick up cat toys to be our balls. And we can't find we can't find beer, but we find wine. So we have these cat toys. We have this wine, but we can't find cups and we can't find a table. So we're going around this hotel that we're staying at, going to every nook and cranny, trying to find something. And then my dumbass opens up a door and I see a table in wine glasses. I'm like, in here. So we take out this table, we get out wine glasses, and we're playing beer pong with Israeli wine, with cat toys. And with wine glasses, we're insanely lu- lucky nothing broke. This thing goes on for like five, ten minutes or something. Then one of the hotel attendants comes in. And she's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And Drunky McGee behind me, we're playing beer pong, bro. Because that's what you do when you're a college <laughs> kid not knowing what the fuck is happening in your life. And she says, you're in the synagogue. Turn around. So we turn around and there's something called the Ark. And the Ark is where you house the most holy book in all of Judaism, the Torah. It, it's the Bible, basically. So behind us is the is the stage and the Ark. And this is a big deal in Judaism. So we're all freaking out a little bit. She's like, God is watching you. Same dumbass behind me. He's God. He's watching us all the time. So that didn't go over well. We almost got our asses kicked out of this hotel. Fun story. Second, second, not so fun arrest story. We're on our way to the airport. We get to the airport. We start checking our bags and our dumbasses start to sing. I want it that way because that's what young Jewish people do. They sing the backstreet boys and they enjoy themselves. And very nicely, incredibly nicely, the attendant asks us to keep it down. And then I turn around and say, fuck. She thinks I turn around and say, Fuck you. So they take me off of the line to get our bags checked. And I'm 18 years old. I'm freaking the fuck out. I don't know what's happening, who's happening, the whole thing, blah, blah, blah. Why are you in Israel? Are you a terrorist? You want to know what fuck you means in Hebrew? Do you want to learn how to say it in Hebrew? And I almost said yes, because that would be really cool to find out how to say fuck you in Hebrew. But I didn't because I would have gone to jail. So they start questioning me, and then they take my passport away. And when they take your passport away, it means you fucked. So they keep questioning yeah. me and questioning me and badgering me. Why are you in Israel? Who are you with? This and that and this and, and that. And you're like 20, 21. I, I'm 18 years old. You're 18. That's 18 right. 18 Damn, 18. years old. And oh, God, pissing your pants. Oh, yeah. In Israel. And I, I had a like 
something in the back of my head was like, okay, they're 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 making an example out of me because you know I'm I'm an American, I'm a young kid, I'm with this group of people, blah blah blah. And then I see somebody coming over to where I'm standing with white gloves, putting them on, getting them oh, no, dude. down to wrist level. And I almost <laughs> no fuck, dude. The fuck out. All right. I was Steffler. so Yo, nervous. Steffler. And on top of all this, the flight can't leave without me. So I'm delaying this flight for all of these people that I just spent an amazing week in Israel with because of a misunderstanding. And eventually, eventually, they figure out I'm just some dumb, stupid motherfucking kid who, who just said, had a finger who up said his the ass. wrong thing at the wrong time. <laughs> and then they let me go with a warning. But Joey, let me fucking tell you, I've only flown yeah, internationally rough. once since then. And, and I curse a lot. I did not curse once in either airport going there or coming back home. I kept my nose down. I just did what I had to do. And nothing since has happened to me. And I'm very fortunate that I am not in an Israeli prison. Dude! Dude! I take advantage of the one thing I have going for me, and that's my voice. So anything that I could do with my voice, I do it ad nauseum because I got nothing else going on. So it's just so yeah, hell of a wedding singer. <laughs> what I would be right. But, um, I could see it. It, it. It's something. It's something fun. Like we went to like one. We went to a show. Um, uh, in two thousand nine, we saw like, and this is where we figured out that we have a lot, a lot of stuff in common. We went to a disturbed kill switch engage, and like a bunch of people, yeah! a bunch of people up in uh, Albany, it. Times Union, right? Is that where it was? No, that was, I think we went up to Saratoga. Okay, wherever, wherever yeah. it was. That was like one of the first Somewhere. times that we ever hung yeah. out like outside of college. And we figured, okay, we could be friends. Like this is something, like we clearly get along. Maybe. We have enough of the same interests. And he ended up being the best man at my wedding. Um, I ended up going to Disney World for his sister's wedding. I was part of the family Sambuca shot, which was a big fucking deal. <laughs> That sounds like a big deal. It was a deal. big goddamn it was a big deal. deal. It was it was it was a good time. Um uh Will, Will is easily the best friend that I have. Obviously, he's my best man. He shot me in the head of my bachelor party with a paintball. Like they're just a ton of things that that neither of us would have in our lives. So that's why you are the way you are, crab, <laughs> is because you got shot in the head with a paintball. Was it point blank or was it just no. like so from a was he sniped? I was <laughs> sniped. No, so we didn't actually know this was gonna happen. At the end, because he was about the person that was like in charge of our group, basically made him run across a field and had everyone line up and just try to hit him as he's oh, like gosh. running across the field. And there's like ten of us just shooting in his general direction, <laughs> and someone got him right in the head. <laughs> and, <laughs> Yo, and listen, God. I was wearing a helmet. I was wearing goggles. I was wearing padding. And this Call of Duty motherfucker, I still don't know who it was. He modded his no one, paintball no, gun. He modded the gun somehow. Got it like right on my temple too. And that wasn't even the worst part of all of it. I had gotten fired from my job the Thursday we went to Atlantic City. It was a Friday to Sunday trip. That Monday, I had a fucking interview. I had to walk into somebody's <laughs> office with a giant wealth on my head. You could have made up any story to explain that wealth. Away. No, I couldn't have. Not, not, it, uh, you saved a kitten and you banged your head on the tree, my man. No? No. Who do, look, 
there's no way in hell anybody would believe that I'm coordinated enough to climb a tree, save a kitten, and climb back down said tree. All right. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yo, Billy and the Crab, that's the name of the podcast. Guys, thank you so much for joining me. This was a pleasure. We're going to see you soon, I hope. And um, yeah, keep doing what you do. You guys are fucking awesome, man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us on tonight. Hey, it's Ebony, and you may know me from such podcasts as The Gruesome Gruesome Movie Reviewsome. But did you know I also have a solo podcast? That's right, the Sweet and Sour Nuggies podcast with one episode on short life stories of the sweet and sour variety and the other Mental Health Mondays to be your guide to everything mental health and more. So grab your nuggies and follow us at SS Nuggies Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. Sweet and Sour Nuggies Podcast, available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, and more. Now readily available for your listening pleasure. I just want to make love to you. Hey, what's up, y'all? My name is Joey B. I am the founder of Blind Knowledge. BlindKnowledge.com is where it's at podcasts streamers gamers music we got content it's real it's truthful it's dope check it out man blindknowledge.com now back to your regularly scheduled programming hello folks and thank you thank you so much so so very much this is the reverend jackson fetalbush beetle that's Jackson Fetalbush Beetle and our rave reviews, rave reviews for a new collective, a new vision, shall we say. They're called Blind Knowledge. BlindKnowledge.com is where you can find these folks. And let me tell you something, my brothers and my sisters and my non-identifying friends, I love this content. I love their channels. I love their presentation, if you will. So check them out. Blind Knowledge. BlindKnowledge.com. Coming to a screen near you. Oh, Lord, at 